Welcome to Red Wine Reads, a community of book lovers talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite books while pouring a glass or two of wine. I'm your host, Jenna Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today on this Small Sips episode. Small Sips is a 10-minute episode where I deep dive any topic that is book-related. If you have any ideas for what you want this Small Sips episode to be on, please go let us know on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. So, on today's episode, I am looking at my favorite beach reads as we close out the summer. So, without further ado, let's pull some corks and get reading. Now, I feel like everyone has a different definition for a beach read, so let me give you my definition for a beach read. I define a beach read as a book or books that you bring with you on vacation to a beach where you sit outside for six hours at a time for a few days in a row and you can blow through a book in one or two sittings. It's a book that catches your attention from the first page, it is a page turner until the very end, and it's something that is easily digestible. And for the first time in Red Wine Reads history, I will not be giving away any spoilers. So. You can sit and listen to this episode without the fear of me spoiling the endings of these books. Wow. How lucky are you? Let's get started. So, my first book is going to be Verity by Colleen Hoover. This book is just riveting. It's intense. It grabs you from the very first page. The premise itself is just a little sketchy, a little weird, kind of gets your skin crawling. Uh, So this book is about a woman that is in a terrible accident, leaving her brain dead, unable to move, walk, talk, uh, anything like that. This woman's name is Verity Crawford. She is a famous author. So the husband of Verity, uh, his name is Jeremy, enlists the help of a ghostwriter named Lowen Ashley to finish Verity's books. So when Lowen uncovers a manuscript of Verity's that is filled with kind of haunting admissions, um, some creepy stories she decides to keep it from Jeremy because she's not really sure how he would react as she keeps diving deeper into these manuscripts, as she keeps trying to write the end of this book series. She can't help but fight this feeling of haunt, of being kind of haunted by the manuscript and by Verity, who's just lying in the room right next to her. The ending of this book is probably one of the craziest endings I've ever read. Uh, highly, highly recommend. It's just so good. It's a pretty small book. Um, it's not super long, and if you get the paperback version, it fits really well, just like in your backpack. It's pretty small, so you won't need a ton of time to finish it. Um, but once you get into the story, I promise you, you will not be able to put it down. It's definitely a one-sitting kind of book. Now, book two. This one, I think, fits my definition of a beach read. It may not fit yours, uh, so just keep that in mind. But my second book is going to be The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. So from the outside, this book looks daunting. It is pretty thick. There's a lot of pages, um, but trust me, you will fly right through it. Uh, Kristen Hanna is one of my favorite authors. I love her so much, Um, and I think all of her books leave me in tears, leave me wanting to journal about my life and really uncover what I just read, and this one is no different. Uh, This was one of the first Kristen Hanna books I read, and it really just rocked my world, and I think it's the perfect mix of you know, uncovering family secrets, also taking place in Alaska, this remote wilderness, so you have that sense of danger at all times. You have this thread of PTSD and navigating mental illness in families, 
And you also have this coming of age kind of story of the young girl in the story. And so she's also trying to find herself as her world is changing so much around her. So there's just a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything for everyone. I think it's just such a good book. Um, and this one is about Ernst Albright, uh, who came home from the Vietnam War in the 70s as just a changed and volatile man. Very quick to pull a punch, very quick to explode, um, but also very quick to come back and apologize. That kind of just very on edge at all times. So when he loses yet another job, he makes a very impulsive decision to move his wife, Cora, and his daughter, Lenny, north, where they'll live off the grid in a remote corner of Alaska. Uh, so they battle the elements, but are very supported by this community of people that they find up there, especially the women there are super strong and really take care of one another. So along with fighting these long dark days, these freezing temperatures, the danger that lurks around every corner if you even step outside at the wrong time, um, Lenny and Cora are also fighting Ernst's unstable mental state after he comes home from the war. So this story is, again, about love. It's about abuse. It's about living on, off the grid. It's about finding power in yourself and your community and just so much, so much more. Um, and again, this book is, you think it's going one direction and then it will take a different turn and then there's another storyline and then there's another crazy thing that happens that just keeps you engaged for the entire story because you never quite know it's around the next corner. This was genuinely one of the only books that have made me cry. Um, like I said, most of the other books that have made me cry are also Kristen Hanna books, so good honor for that. Uh, but the ending, like I said, is just wild. It's unexpected. There's plot twists, there's heartbreak, there's just the most beautiful character development I've ever seen in this character, Lenny, and also in Cora, um, and just also in the side characters. There's just it's just a beautiful book. So I think, yes, it is long, but I think it's a very quick read that you'll just be able to flip through. Um, this might be one of your two-day uh, two books, two to three-day books, but you will fly through it, I promise. Last but not least is the book Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng. Uh, Celeste Ng also wrote Little Fires Everywhere, which was adapted into a Hulu series. I think Celeste Ng has mastered the art of family drama in kind of a short, uh, very to-the-point book. And so everything I never told you is no different. I mean, the first two lines in this book are, are probably the best two lines in a book I've ever read. So it starts, Lydia's dead, but they don't know this yet. I mean, come on. You already know a character died in the first line of the book. So you have to understand why this person died. Why is, it, why is Lydia important to the story? What is happening? So I think it grabs you literally right off of that first line. And I think just the storyline of this book is so good. So this novel is about a Chinese-American family living in 1970s small town Ohio. Lydia is the favorite child of Marilyn and James Lee, and her parents are determined that she will fulfill the dreams that they were unable to pursue um, as immigrants coming into America. But when Lydia's body is found in a local lake, the delicate balancing act that has been keeping the Lee family together is destroyed, tumbling them into just pure chaos. Uh, this story is about family secrets and relationships between family members. Um, as each secret is revealed, another relationship is kind of broken and trying to mend throughout this whole story. Um, it's just messy, 
it's it's just so raw it's really short so you'll fly right through it the character development in this book is so good and you just feel for each one of these characters no matter you know if they're in the wrong you're angry at them but then then the next chapter you start to feel sympathy for them because you understand you know kind of what has led up to this point it's just so good. Um, if you like a mystery kind of intertwined with a family trauma and secrets, I think you'll really, really enjoy this book and you'll fly right through it. This is definitely a one sitting type of book. And, it, and if you like this book, then I would go suggest picking up again Celeste, Celeste Ng's other book, Little Fires Everywhere, because that one is also very, very good. Also very, you know, surrounding family secrets, family trauma, um, another great story. Now, I think it would be fun, since this is Red Wine Reads, I need to pair these books with something, um, but we're going to go a little off script and not do wines this episode, because since it's a Beach Reads episode, I feel like you need to pair it with a beach cocktail. Let's do that. For Verity by Colleen Hoover, I would pair that with a Sex on the Beach, because this book is a little sexy, it's got a lot of layers to it like your sex on the beach will have you know your vodka your peach snaps you got the pineapple juice you got this really bright red color I think I think Verity will fit that very well and just like a sex on the beach drink this book goes down a little too easily so you're gonna be finished with it before you know it <laughs> now for the great alone by Kristen Hanna I'd pair this with a pina colada because one, it's just too easy to compare the cold Alaska Alaskan winter with a very lightly colored drink that looks resembles a little bit of snow. And I also think of falling snow with coconut, pina colada. You can draw those connections, yes. But I also think the coconut in a pina colada is kind of rich. With the great alone, you have the richness of the family story, of the coming of age of our Lenny character. But you also get these very powerful plot twists that are thrown in there, kind of like the touch of pineapple. So I think um, that would really pair well. Now, for Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng, I would pair it with a blue Hawaii. Yes, because Lydia, the main character, is found in a body of water. So kind of makes sense with the blue drink and the body of water. With the blue Hawaii, you get the sweetness from the pineapple juice and the simple syrup. But you also get that tartness from the rum and the vodka and the lemon juice and the lime juice. So I think with the everything I never told you, you kind of get that, you know, facade of that sweet family um, that's just trying to get through this tragic event. But as you uncover more secrets, you realize there's a lot there's a lot of um, sour undertones to how this this whole tragedy came to be. Well, those are my three beach reads for you as we close out this summer. Hopefully you will read at least one or maybe all of them. Um, and if you do, please snap a picture and let us know. Uh, if you have any more that you think I should add to this list, please reach out over social media and let us know which ones we missed. And just thank you so much for listening to this episode of Red Ryan Reads. If you liked this show, then please give it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. If you want more book-related content or you want to recommend a book for us to read next or you want to recommend a small sips episode for me to do next, 
You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at rwreadspodcast. Again, that's at r-w-r-e-a-d-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t. Lastly, that's rwreadspodcast on TikTok and Instagram. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because next Tuesday, Sierra and I will be discussing the fantasy novel that has taken over TikTok, Instagram, and all of social media and the world, House of Earth and Blood, which is the first book in the Crescent City series by the famous Sarah J. Mass. It's a jam-packed episode. And we will also be reading the second book. So if you have any questions for us regarding the second novel in that series, please let us know via social. Until next week, keep your books open and your drink glasses full. Thanks all. Thanks all.